Stevie, I can't help but notice you are far less exuberant <laughs> than you were a scant 30 minutes ago. Yeah, I don't know if you noticed. It was uh, it went pretty under the radar. It, it, it probably didn't interrupt the call at all, but my whole desk chair broke like both like two legs broke off of it and i toppled over um and by over i mean forward tipped my entire desk forward tipped off everything on it all of the electronics everything expensive uh and the only thing that stayed up was was my cup of juice my cup of juice did not spill on any of the of the very expensive items and it's a full cup of juice so i don't know how the fuck i got that lucky small favors i suppose the only thing that did break was a little like plastic organizer i have up here it's not the end of the world and it's only the bottom of it i can still use the rest of it i guess it's just, it's kind of pointy i'll be careful i'll probably get a new one eventually um thought my headphones would be broken because where the usb goes into it the usb part is like slanted at a pretty stark angle, so I just kind of bent it back. Um, still working. It's still got a bit of a bent to it, but it's it's working. So I got to get a new desk chair. Fun. Yeah. Ready to make a joke joke? <laughs> Currently, my life is the joke. I'm utterly, utterly miserable. Tragic, tragic, tra- tragic day. Very sad. Okay, well, I got a fun, cool opening question for you. I got a cool daily question that's submitted by none other than the good people of TikTok because I made a post saying, hey, give me give me good questions. Okay. Uh, classic, classic debate. Uh, does a hot dog have more in common with a taco or a sandwich? And why? With a sandwich because it's bread. It's leavened bread. You think it's a sandwich? Yes, it's a sandwich because it uses leavened bread. Bread that has yeast in it that makes it rise and makes it fluffy. A taco is unleavened. The structure and crunchy. The structure is of a taco, though. No, it's not. It's bread, and you put stuff inside the bread. Do you know how they made sandwiches before they had sliced bread? I guess they. Oh, it's like subs. Bingo. Oh, that question sucked. I was very easily persuaded. But one of my mutuals gave it to me, so it didn't. It didn't suck. Marshmallow the Hoggy. I actually super uh, admire your page. They have a little snake named Marshmallow. It's a really cute page. Highly recommend. Oh. Um, well, uh, uh, I was gonna uh, say, uh, is there another another question? Yeah, so I was about to say, uh, what do you know about Pokemon? Did you have a Pokemon phase? No, I did not. I was too old for Pokemon. Okay, I didn't either. Uh, I'm only recently getting into it. Uh, you seem like you would have been into Pokemon if, if if it had been. You just seem like you would have really taken a shine to them. No. No. Any particular reason, or or just you're just too old when they came out. The cartoon annoyed me, and I know I mean, that's sacrilege, to- but the cartoon annoyed me. I wasn't into the trading cards or anything like that. I, I guess I was thinking in terms of, like, the games. I feel like you would have at least enjoyed the games, maybe. But I haven't really played them, so honestly, I don't know. I didn't have a Nintendo. I, I didn't get a GameCube until, like, years after they came out, even. Yeah, that is true. Weren't really allowed to be on, I guess, the video game scene. Okay, so that question is out. It was, what Pokemon would you remove out of the entire series? Um, and that was submitted by... I don't know if I have to say it, because I... Oh, it was the the lyricist. Oh, wait, I think that's one of my mods. Um, mm, okay. Think of your favorite fictional 
piece of media. Do you have one? Hold on, this is going to take me a bit. Oh my god. I like a lot of different kinds of media. Okay, my favorite <laughs> bit of fictional media. Okay. Uh, uh, you know what? I'm not sure if it's my favorite, but I'll go with this. Okay. Johan Cabal, Necromancer. Okay, I don't know what that is. So, BB Tree Art asks, would you rather be in your favorite fictional media world or have the characters from it be real? So either they come to you or you come to them. The implication of a necromancer who is a complete and total, like, psychopath, like, sociopath, Don't. who is the protagonist. Don't go there. Don't have them come here. Pick a yeah, different media. A, a lose, Don't lose. do it. <laughs> you know what? It's I not even like my favorite media anyway. I lied. Oh, thank God. Thank God. That would have yeah, been exactly. fucking crazy. That would have been I awful. Feel like if you... You, I feel like you could have avoided him. If you were in the world, I feel like you could have avoided him. There would have been far worse oh, repercussions yeah. if he came here, though. He's not a villain, per se. Like, everything he, he does is for very personal reasons. He doesn't go out of his way to be evil or anything. <laughs> you said he's... A, okay, all right. So he's misunderstood, and he has his motivations. He has very personal motivations, but he's still a sociopath. Okay. Because he sold his soul. Inherently bad, but oh, because he sold his soul to the devil, because his soul was getting in the way of his experiments in necromancy. That's kind of fun. Did that inspire your first podcast? There are influences in there, but not really. I mean, yeah, loose loose application as far as going to Hellions for help and necromancy, but it sounds like he was good at it. Whereas Mr. Yes. Maxwell, alas, was not. <laughs> yeah, Mr. Maxwell, not good at it at all. But, uh, no, Johan Gabal Necromancer, it's a good series of books. You should read them. I feel like, do you, do you have them at your house? Yes. Were they in the guest bedroom? No. Okay, I feel like I remembered seeing a really big book labeled Necromancer or Necromancy or something, but I might be thinking of something different. Oh, the Necronomicon is what you saw. That's the one. Yep, Necronomicon. It's a book of H.R. Uh, Giger art. Ooh, that's fancy. Yeah, yeah it makes sense because like, that's a pretty big book. It looks like it would be like pictures and shit. You know um, who H.R. Giger is, right? It sounds really familiar. I'm not sure though. H.R. Giger artwork. I'm just going to send you what the search results are. Boom. Oh, lots of eldritch beings. Is Got that a Baphomet in there. Baphomet. That's a xenomorph from the Alien series. He designed them. He designed them? Yes. They're so sexy. That looks like Medusa, but it's probably not. This looks cool as hell. Very spooky. That's delightful. Yeah. I can't, I can't believe he designed the alien and everything. Exceedingly cool. He did indeed. Oh, there he is. There's the boy. Oh, that's cool as hell. Um, I, for me, I would rather the characters from that media be real. It's good omens. Uh, I would be just oh, fine. Okay. I'd just be fine. I, I would be fine with that. Well, <laughs> a lot of fuck shit happens at the end, though. The apocalypse gets pretty close to happening, although it doesn't state that... It just states that the characters would be real, not that I would have to relive the exact same plot. Reliving the plot would be as if you went there, I think. What? If you went there, I think it'd be relieving the plot. I think if they come here, you wouldn't have the same plot. Yeah, I don't plan to live the same plot. I mean, assuming Adam is chill by the time everyone gets here, that's fine. I think we'll be good. I, I'm sure it's fine. Yeah, no, I would like that. Yeah, there you go. Thank you, BB Tree Art, for the very good question. That was a very good question. Do you have another question, or...? Um, I 
have so many questions. There were like 55 comments on it. So like, I hope you were planning there? on doing all of them. There were a fuck ton of comments on that video. It was a surprising amount. Um, well, you know what? Real quick. Hmm. It's Gender Swap. Welcome to Gender Swap, a podcast with two transgender siblings, one of whom very nearly destroyed their setup earlier and gave me a bit of a heart attack for like 30 minutes because I was seriously worried about it. The other one, well, you figured out who was who in that intro, but so you know that I'm the one that had the heart attack. Well, no, I don't know. Maybe Stevie had a heart attack too. Yeah. Stevie, did you have a heart attack? No, I, you pro- I don't know if, uh, how much you heard. Could you hear me laughing afterwards? No. Okay, I guess that makes sense because my, my whole thing got unplugged. I was laughing, but I was like, this is really fucked up. Also, my foot hurts so bad. It, it like, crashed down on my foot. I'm in so much pain right now. <laughs> I'm sorry, Stevie. It's okay. I am, one of, I am one of your hosts. My name is Micah. My pronouns are they, them. My name is Stevie, and I use he, they pronouns, and I am in immense pain and torment and misery. Um, but I guess it'll get better because I get to do podcasts now. So I'll accept that. Um, I'm, I've got Kratom and I'm huffing on legal Delta 8. So can't be all that bad. Can't be all that bad. Because the news is kind of rough for the first article that we have, we're going to answer a couple more questions just for the hell of it. Because as Stevie said, there are a lot of comments. Yeah. Uh, if you found a mama cat with three kittens and you were able to rescue them... What would you name them and why? That's coming from TikTok user Sarcastic Jellybean. So you've got to name four cats, a mama and three kitties. Larry, Curly, Moe, and Shimp. And what was the last one? Shimp. Oh, I forgot about the fourth guy. Is that reference too dated for our audience? I'm sure our audience is very up on the Three Stooges. I'm hoping. I only know about them because our parents kept putting on TV land when I was little. And after a while, they just stopped doing that. So I'm not sure. I'll just assume it's fine. Which one's the mama? Mo, obviously. Was Mo the sensible one? The sort of Curly sensible one. Curly was the dumb... The what? The, he, was a, he was the angrier one. The one with kind of the bowl cut? Yes. Oh, I thought that was Larry. Okay, no, that tracks, yeah. <laughs> no, Larry's the one with the, the hair that sticks out the side. Yeah, and Curly's the dumb one. Shimp, no clue what he looks like. No no clue whatsoever. He looks like Curly. Oh, so did they replace Curly with Shimp? Uh, yeah, for a bit. Oh, okay. I definitely thought that they just added a fourth one, which I guess wouldn't make as much sense for the title, but you know. Uh, this is coming from... <laughs> This question is coming from TikTok user uh, Bitchless Rights. Uh, do you think you could win in a fight against 21st graders? If so, how would you win? If not, how many do you think you could beat before conceding? Uh, yes, I think I could I could win. Against all of them? Against all of them at once? Yeah, because kids pull their punches. Okay, actually, that's, that's fair. It's 20 of them. And I feel like they might... I wonder if they just run away. Like, at what point... Like, do they realize that you're here to beat down, and so they start actually fighting back? Or maybe they I'm just I'm assuming run they off. started it. Oh, assuming they started I'm, it. I'm not going to pick a fight with 21st graders. That's me. No. I'm and a that's... grown-up. 
That's not so, what grown-ups should do. So 21st graders just start assaulting you for unknown reasons. Let's say differing political beliefs. Uh, <laughs> beat the shit out of you um, because you're a dirty commie. Uh, but luckily they're not actually beating the shit out of you because, uh, well, they're, they're spineless Republican seven-year-olds. Um, and you can take them out flat. Yeah, pretty much. I mean, all you have to do is smack them once. <laughs> I can't argue with that. Yeah, let's see. By the way, this is entirely hypothetical. I would never actually fight first graders. If anything, no, I would just tell them that Santa Claus that. is dead. I feel like, I, I don't know if kids now even still believe in Santa. I hope they do. I feel like that's good leverage to have. But I don't know if they I'm do. I'm pretty sure they do. I'm pretty sure they I, do. I don't know. I don't know what the modern youth believe in. Mm-mm. My toe hurts so much. I don't think it's broken. I'd know if it was broken. Okay, that's a sidebar. Um, <laughs> Can you bend it? Yeah. I can't okay, press then it's down probably on it. not broken. Yeah, I think it's just bruised. Hate that shit. Um, do you want to get the news? Speaking over of with? hate that shit. Oh yeah, good. Good segue. <laughs> <laughs> Here comes the news. Our first headline. Ron DeSantis moves to ban transition care for transgender youths and Medicaid recipients. Unsurprising. Honestly, I kind of thought he already did it. The Florida governor's administration asked a state medical board to ban therapies for minors while seeking to block Medicaid payments for all transition-related care. Even adults. Oh, God. Yeah. If you're on Medicaid, you would be forcibly detransitioned. Fucking hell. Yeah. That's the part. That's the part I didn't expect. Like, the kids thing, yeah, they've been pushing that already. I wonder what the excuse is for lumping those together, then. Uh, they issued a 46-page report to justify it. Of course. Claiming that there's no proof that it actually helps people's mental health. God, that's such bullshit. They just get to lie. They just get to say whatever the fuck they want and make everything up and then fucking kill people. God. Yeah. Great. So I don't have I don't have much to say about that. It's just something that it's news. It's happening and it sucks dick. So it's at the it's been uh, you said presented. It hasn't been passed, but he's like really trying to push it. He's trying to push it. Yeah. Okay. Damn. It'd be a really good time for uh, trans allies to start standing up. People that are not transgender who are allies. Get his ass. It's just so tiring. It is exhausting. It's just, like, I don't even have fucking, <laughs> damn! Yeah. Like, I don't have, I don't have jokes, I don't have quips, even, even mean-spirited ones. Actually, hold on. Holding. 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 Ah, oh, I just remembered. I almost forgot what I like to do with Republicans. Hold on. I brought out my jar. Okay, Ron's in there. I'm screwing on the lid real tight. He can't get out. That noise was Stevie shaking the jar, in case you could not figure that out. (laughs) But you probably couldn't. All better. I'm really good at onomatopoeia, actually. Okay. I'm I'm basically a Foley artist over here, so. This is true, you are a Foley artist. (laughs) Earlier you got a really good simulation of an entire desk falling apart, so that was pretty good. That was pretty good. It was spot on. I was actually quite amazed at that, how accurate the sound was. I, I could tell you were very worried. Um, and then I had to take a half hour break to, to um, recover from making the sound that good. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. 
Yeah. <laughs> Goodness, this episode is wonky. Yeah, uh, I need to zoom on through the news. I got, I just fucking get me out of here. You said that was oh, the okay. worst one, though. You said it gets better from here. It gets better from here. Good. Okay. Our next headline: Former New York cop arrested outside of the U.S. Capitol with a fake badge, a BB gun, body armor, ammo, and high-capacity magazines. <laughs> what a fucking idiot. <laughs> he's, he he is a cop, but different state, and so he just cosplays as a cop at the Capitol? Here, let me read you the key points. Okay. Okay, so the first thing. A former New York City police officer was arrested outside the U.S. Capitol after being found in possession of a fake badge, a BB gun, body armor, ammunition, and high-capacity magazines. Okay. Jerome Philippe of Michigan was spotted by a Capitol Patrol officer parked in a 2017 Dodge Charger on the west side of the Capitol. Philippe presented Capitol Police officers who spoke with him a fake badge that said... He showed it to them? Hold on. Not even to the best part. A fake badge that said, Department of the Interpol. What? No real gun was found in the car. A BB gun? What he had was a BB gun, but he had actual ammunition for a larger caliber rifle right but no rifle hmm and high capacity magazines that doesn't sound too good the lack of a gun is really puzzling me but i don't know maybe just couldn't travel with it i don't know by the way do you know what interpol is is that what international uh, it sounds like international something police it yeah it's international police organization is that even real that sounds like that sounds made up no, it's real. They, they do things like capture uh, criminals who go to other countries, from other countries. Oh. Huh. So let's say you're like a, like a jewel thief, and you've thieved a lot of jewels. <laughs> Interpol would be after you. I don't think... I'm no professional, but I don't think it is standard policy for th- uh, the department of the Interpol to arm their officers with BB guns. Maybe there was a shortage. Maybe I'm just being judgmental. Maybe he just put on the wrong pair of pants that morning and happened to have the BB gun pants instead of the <laughs> actual... Big-ass rifle pants? Yeah. Big-ass rifle pants, which... Philippe was charged with unlawful possession of high-capacity magazines and unregistered ammo. Yeah. That sounds like some kind of... It sounds like some kind of plot was brewing, but no telling why. I'm sure it was perfectly innocent. Apparently, he uh, retired from the New York Police Department in 2018. Retired, retired. Like, no, nothing shady there as far as we can tell. Uh, Who knows? Okay. But retired. Hmm. Now he's just cosplaying. Yeah. 53 years old, by the way. wonder what was so urgent as to get him to come out of retirement. A true American hero, I might add. Right. Thank thank God the Department of the Interpol sent him to watch over the White House and Joe Biden. Who who could... No, no, no. The Capitol. The Capitol. Not not the White House. The Capitol. Are those two different things? Yes. What? The Capitol is where the Senate and the House is. The White House is just where the President lives? Yeah. So the President's office is not... Like, the Oval Office is not in the White House. It's in the Capitol? No, it's in the White House. Okay. The White House is where the President does all his shit. Okay. Okay, and the Senate and the... Okay, so just just the congressmen are separate. Yeah. I thought they were all in the White House. No, because they're a separate branch of government. Oh my god, you're right! You know, I always forget that. There's so much fuck shit that I just... I just kind of forget. Your civics 
education kind of worrying me listen i'm a humanities major um but like the history i've had to i've had to work on has not really been focused on the americas for a while uh i've been learning what happened in bible times and we don't have three branches of government in the bible times all there is is jesus and 12 disciples uh 11 there goes judas no the three branches the bible are the father the son and the holy spirit yeah they don't call it government they say, hey, David, hey, David, go be king. And then he goes, okay, anyway, I'm a slut now. And God said, that's fine by me. I'm going to kill your son about it, though. Still love you. What? What? I That whole thing. I think it's fucked up. I, I think it's fucked up. He kidnapped a woman, is. murdered her husband, and then had a child. That's a lot. And then God killed the kid? Girl, kill David. Let Bathsheba rule. David's the problem. Ugh. I'll take it up with God later. You've still got his number. Yeah. I blocked him for a little bit, but, you know, he still has me on speed dial. Well, you know what's kind of interesting about this whole God conversation? Hmm. The next topic I was going to bring up is that hell is actually real. Yo! Is it that big-ass black hole they photographed? Nope. NASA found a planet that's orbiting 125th the distance that Mercury orbits our sun. Uh Uh-huh. It's like 25 times closer. Oh, so it's, like it's really sun. close to the sun? It's really close to its sun. We didn't even know about it? No, 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 This is in a different different star system. Oh, I'm oh, saying oh. Different. Okay, okay. That's how close it orbits. Gotcha. Okay. It's a super Earth, which means it's bigger than Earth, but it's so close that it's constantly burning and rains lava. It's very Sodom of... It's, fuck. It's very Sodom and Gomorrah of them. That's a little gnarly. That's a little fucked up. Yeah, because the surface temperatures would be far above the melting point of rock. The whole thing is just bubbling lava? Bubbling lava on one side. What? But cool on the other cooler on the other side because it's it, they think it's oh. like the nighttime side it, it solidifies. That's very cool. So it's just constantly like like melting and unmelting. What? Yep. Space is so fucking gnarly. That's really cool. That is really cool. Whoa. You know what I like to do when I think about space? What do you like to do when you think about space, Micah? Sometimes I go and sit in the corner and just kind of just zone out for a bit and just think about how big it is. What else is in the corner? Anything in the corner with you, Mike? Is, is there anything sitting with you in the corner? There is, actually. There is something in the corner with me here. It's a, uh, it's a dinosaur. Yeah! Dinosaur Corner Rock. Dinosaur Corner Rock. Yeah, baby! Sitting on a dinosaur! What kind of dinosaur, though? You do not even want to see what just happened on Audacity just now. Yeah, I know what happened on Audacity just now. Because <laughs> I'm going to have to edit it later. I need you to know that when I, that when I do that, it is somewhat intentional. Because it does sound funny when my mic sounds fucked up on podcast. <laughs> to you? <laughs> not necessarily to me, who has to edit it. Okay, that's fair. And get your levels manageable. <laughs> but uh, no, today we're going to talk about the Triceratops. Finally! My boy! She's the one with so, three horns, got the big big frill big frill around the neck? Uh, well, you said how many horns? Three? Apparently no. Isn't that the whole point? <laughs> it has two horns, not three, because the nose horn isn't made out of bone... It's made out of keratin. Oh, the stuff fingernails are made out of. And the stuff rhinoceros horns are made out of. Oh. So two horns are bone and one is 
keratin. So what would it be considered if not a horn? I mean, everybody calls it a horn. It yeah, looks like a ca- horn. It functions the, like a horn. It does. We call the rhinoceros horn a horn, even though it's made of keratin. Semantics. Yeah. But yeah, the, the, that was the first fact. It was very semantic-y. They're trying to delegitimize the Triceratops' claim to fame, and I think that's pretty rude. I think it's pretty rude, too. It is. Fact number two. Oh, what's our source? Where is this coming from? Oh, this is coming from ThoughtCo.com. Oh, okay. ThoughtCo has been pretty pretty good so far. Yeah, they, they, they've been pretty solid on their facts, even if they don't cite their sources. They have a lot of dinosaur facts. They, they do. They keep popping up, so I just keep rolling <laughs> with it. So it's our fact number two. Fact number two. Its skull was one-third of its body. Hold on, I'm trying to imagine if that's big or little, but my skull is definitely smaller than one-third of my body. So that seems God, pretty yes. big. Yeah, it's, its <laughs> skull is enormous. Like, with the backward-pointing oh. frill, like, nose to end of frill was, like, seven feet. That's so big. Jesus. So you figure it's, like, 21 feet long. Seven feet of it is skull. Did it have a big brain? Uh, I don't no it, there might be a fact later on down talking about the brain size i feel like it's got to proportionally have a big brain that's really so big skull big. third that's of its so body cool. that's as big as a car if the whole bus if the whole if the whole triceratops is like a bus then the skull is its own is its own little car maybe a compact vehicle but still a car uh fact number three uh-huh the triceratops was considered food for tyrannosaurus rex no no! <laughs> Leave T-Rex her alone. occasionally preyed on triceratopses. That's very brave. Okay, to be fair, the Tyrannosaurus Rex was so big. It was so big. <laughs> it was so fucking big. I gotta, I, I gotta put it into perspective. I was about to say, that, oh, the Triceratops are too big to be eaten. No, the T-Rex were also very, very big. Yes. Yeah. so fucked up that tries uh it's so fucked up that the t-rex would eat another dinosaur as as if birds don't eat other birds all the time like i like raptors eat little birds i right? saw the most horrifying video the other day oh, of no. someone that had gotten a fried chicken <gasps> from uh like walmart or whatever you know they have like the whole rotisserie chickens that are yeah, cooked up it's great and then fed it to their chickens what and the chickens were just like ah tearing into it that's really fucked up. Yes, it was. That makes me feel uneasy. And I know it probably won't harm the chickens at all, and what they don't know won't hurt them, but that just feels... They didn't even know. I guess it's hard to communicate with them, but that just feels fucked up. Yeah, kind of fucked up. You know what's not fucked up? What's not fucked up? Triceratops had a hard parrot-like beak. A hard what-like beak? Parrot? Parrot-like. Yep, like oh a parrot. Oh my god, they do! I remember that part deeply puzzling me. Also, I got rhinoceroses and triceratops mixed up as kids a lot. Like, as a kid, I got them mixed up a lot. Um, And I kept imagining the the face of a rhinoceros on a triceratops. And so then when I saw a proper picture of it, I was like, that face looks pretty fucked up. It was probably just that one, though. The rest looked normal. Normal being like a rhinoceros. Uh, one of the lesser known facts about dinosaurs such as triceratops is that they had bird-like beaks and could clip off hundreds of pounds of tough vegetation that's so cool he's a walking weed eater literally they also had 
batteries, I'm using quote fingers here, okay. of shearing teeth embedded in their jaws, a few hundred of which were in use at any given time. They have a few hundred teeth? Because the teeth would wear down from the constant chewing, they would be replaced by other teeth in the battery. Don't shark do that? Yeah, shark do that too. Yeah, yeah they have like multiple rows of teeth. Yeah. Oh, I like Triceratops more than I like sharks. I'm sad that one's extinct. Yeah, it is sad that sharks are extinct. Well, uh, okay. <laughs> hey, Micah, do you have a rhinoceros? Fuck, I said rhinoceros. Hey, Micah, do you have a triceratops? I don't know about. <laughs> uh, I can neither confirm nor deny that I have a triceratops. Your backyard is only so big. I know for a fact. What are you squinting at? We are making a face. Their ancestors? Uh-huh. The ancestors of triceratops? Yeah. Guess how big they were. I'm betting really little. Like, guess how little? Uh, shit. Um, me-sized. It was as big as me. By the time ceratops and dinosaurs reached North America during the late Cretaceous period, they had evolved to the size of cattle, but their distant progenitors were small, occasionally bipedal, and slightly comical-looking plant eaters that roamed Central and Eastern Asia. One of the earliest identified ceratopsins was the late Jurassic Chungyangsaurus, which weighed 30 pounds and had only the most rudimentary hint of a horn and frill. Only 30 pounds? Only 30 pounds, so the size of a really big cat. That's like the size of a fucking toddler. What? That's really adorable. Little pet triceratops. This is just like in... Okay, bear with me. This is just like in Among Us whenever you uh, you get a little like pet guy and you can basically have a clone of yourself that walks alongside you except he's super small. Um, and then when you die, uh, it's really sad. He just like sits there for the rest of the game and it's super, super sad. But I'm imagining their little triceratops walking along with the big triceratops and I just think that's pretty cute. Doop, 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 doop. You gotta I'm say it's cute, up. Micah. I feel like you weren't even... I feel like you weren't even... Uh, I feel like you weren't even humoring me. No, I was humoring you, but I was also looking up a picture. God, I hope yeah. they look the same, just smaller. Please, 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 please. Better than that. Look at this adorable little bastard. Oh! <laughs> He's so little. He's so fucking little. He looks so stupid. His eyes are so big. What? He looks like a little baby lizard. Because he is. Oh my god, that's great. What was it called again? Chow Yangsaurus? I sure don't know how to spell that. Uh, let me, let me paste in the chat how I spelled it. Because I had to copy and paste. Okay. Okay. C-H-A-O-Y-A-N-G-S-Saurus. You get the idea. Uh, the only reason I'm insisting on spelling it is because I need the dear listener to look it up. It's very, 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 very important. Um, or I could just... Uh, tweet about it, but that means I would have to save it to my computer. I'll get there. Uh, I might. This is this is important enough to log back into our Twitter for. It's very cute. <laughs> it is very cute. You know what else is very cute? What else is very cute? Triceratops. Yeah. I listen. I like the Triceratops so much that I will let you use that for segue every single time. <laughs> so fact number six: its frill was used to signal to other herd members. Oh, like waving? Yeah. That's really cute. Okay, according to this, it was a thin is a thin flap of skin over solid bone. That's what the frill's made out of. Solid and like, bone. And it likely served a dual or even triple purpose. 
The most probable explanation is that it was used to signal other members of the herd. A brightly colored frill, flushed pink by the numerous blood vessels under its surface, might have signaled sexual availability or mm-hmm. warned of the approach of a predator. Oh. It also may have had some temperature regulation function that's, if you assume that Triceratops is cold-blooded, but... Okay. So many dinosaurs were warm-blooded that... Yeah. Well, I think it would be helpful to be able to use it as a fan, or if it's really cold out, you can just kind of put the frill down, um, and you can wear it kind of like a cute little parka. Well, I don't think it, it would, like, bend like a parka, because it's kind of rigid because of the bone. It'd about, be stuck in, like... What about the hinges? Oh, I'm sorry. I forgot the hinges. Duh. God. Uh, are you a fucking amateur? They just use the hinges. <laughs> uh, so the oh, next it's fact... Like- it's like when bees dance to communicate with each other, which yeah, is the, the best bee fact in the world, actually. Except it'd be, be like a huge car-sized animal <laughs> bobbing around. Just got to wiggle doing its a thing. <laughs> Just got to wiggle. God, imagine if you think that someone is signaling to you that they want to fuck, and so you approach them, and then you are so distracted by being horny that you get eaten. The fact that it's the same signal is not good. That's very confusing. That's so... <laughs> It's not good. It is not effective. So, the next fact. Uh Uh-huh. The Triceratops was probably the same thing as a Taurosaurus. As a Taurosaurus. Yeah. I don't know what the Taurosaurus is, so that's not important. Many dinosaur genera have been reinterpreted as growth stages of previously named genera. Oh, like while they were evolving? Or no, like... While they were growing up. while they're growing up like a juvenile dies and someone goes this is a new kind of dinosaur when it's actually not it's just a younger version of something we already have like someone looks at like a baby and is like that's not a human that's a baby (laughs) that's so to be fair i I frequently say that that's that's not a human that's a baby baby. it's shiloh never (laughs) shiloh calls every child that's like seven and under and sometimes above that and it because they go i mean they don't have thoughts and i'm like once they get to about two years old they do actually (laughs) they do i don't know if they have a gender identity but they do have thoughts but as a baby i'm like i guess you could justify calling it and it then it's just some guy you know (laughs) uh fact number eight Uh uh-huh the bone wars the all right okay give me lore dino lore now in 1887, American paleontologist Othniel C. Marsh examined a partial triceratops skull, complete with horns, discovered in the American West, and incorrectly assigned the remains to the grazing mammal Bison altocornis, which didn't evolve until tens of millions of years later, what long after dinosaurs idiot. were extinct. What a fucking moron. Marsh quickly reversed this embarrassing blunder, though more were made on both sides of the so-called bone wars between Marsh and rival paleontologist Edward Drinker Cope. Edward Drinker Cope. That was you heard the name. Okay. Edward Drinker Cope. That common middle name. Drinker. Drinker. Well, maybe it was his maiden name. Don't be rude. You're right. <laughs> I like to apologize to Ed Cope. <laughs> There's definitely some Redditor-adjacent cope joke that I could make here, but, you know, some assuming he corrected his stupid-ass mistake and the other guy won the Bone Wars. That's all it said. Oh. It didn't even go into detail about the Bone Wars. Like the fact that during the Bone Wars, they excavated dinosaur remains with uh, dynamite. 
I hate that shit. That is my least favorite dinosaur fact because it's not a dinosaur fact. It's a dinosaur murdering fact. It's a humans being fucking stupid and destroying all the dinosaur bones fact. Hate that. Least favorite fact. I had to get it all on the ground quick. Yeah, I guess. It's not really going to do a lot for you, but yeah, sure. We'll just get it out as fast as possible and not in as few pieces as possible. Well, the more you get out of the ground and the faster you get out of the ground, the more money you can make. I exhibitions. You could, you could take multiple pieces of the same bone and charge more for it. I mean, don't think they didn't. Oh, I'm certain they did. Yeah. So, uh, fact number nine, mm-hmm. speaking of bones. I, I'd assume we were speaking about bones most of the time. The dinosaurs are, you know. Fossils are prized collector's items. Y- yeah. Because yeah, the skull and horns of a triceratops were so large and so distinctive and so resistant to natural erosion... And because so many specimens were discovered in the American West, museums and individual collectors tend to dig deep to enrich their collections. In 2008, a wealthy dinosaur fan purchased a specimen named Triceratops Cliff for $1 million and then donated it to the Boston Museum of Science. Ah, that's cool. That's nice. They're, They're just stupid rich, but they have a special interest, and they bought it for the museum. That's swell. What's not swell, though... His hunger for Triceratops bones has resulted in a thriving gray market as unscrupulous fossil hunters try to poach and sell the dinosaur's remains. How do you even poach a dinosaur's remains? You dig it up yourself? Oh, that's, like... That's poaching? Oh, like illegally? Yeah. You know, it never it never really occurred to me that you had to, like, have some special license to hunt for dinosaur bones, but I guess it is pretty important history. And I guess people who are, like... I don't know, archaeologists who are paid to do that kind of thing are supposed to do it. So I don't know a whole lot about how archaeology works, but I've always heard about, you know, dig sites. Here's the thing. (laughs) You keep saying archaeology. It's not archaeology. Paleontologists. There you go. Archaeology is everything else. Paleontology is the dinosaurs, right? Yes. Okay. Paleontology is digging up extinct things. Oh, not just dinosaurs. Okay, dinosaurs are just, you know, the most special. Um, yeah. Yeah, so there are dig sites. So I'm guessing you have to get permission from, like, the landowner, the government, maybe, probably. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So you can sneak past the no trespassing sign and just dig for the dinos yourself. Oh, that's fucked up. I- I'm hoping they know how to do it right, at least. <laughs> but it- it- my hope is that they would at least be careful so that they can make more money off of it. You know, if you keep it in good condition, you can make more money. So fact number 10. Yeah. What's What's fact number 10? (laughs) This isn't good. (laughs) Fact number 10. The Triceratops lived until the KT extinction event. Is that the, the meteor? That's the meteor. Oh, I don't know how to special name. So is it like agreed at this point that a meteor killed them? Yeah, like, pretty much everybody is like, you know what? No, okay. the meteors killed off a bunch of them. Okay, because I remember, like, learning about the dinosaurs in elementary school. They were like, everyone thought it was the meteor, but it could have been a flood, or it could have been this or that. But they were like, it's probably the meteor, though. And that always really frustrated me, because I was like, well, the meteor is the most dramatic, so I hope it was that. <laughs> it, and I'm assuming it was. So, yeah, was Well, there are, other, there are other, other things that contributed. Uh, a lack of biodiversity in the dinosaurs. Oh. Yeah kind of guaranteed their quick quick extinction yeah gonna kind of slim them down but you know meteor blotting out the sun and killing all the plants <laughs> probably didn't help 
it will be pretty hard to sustain uh, to sustain any kind of uh, biodiversity or bio period uh, in the, in those kind of conditions. Yeah. Wait, so, uh, shit. Okay, hold on. Blot out the sun. In. Kill all the plants. So yes. it was not like what you see in the movies where a meteor came down and it killed the dinosaurs via impact. It killed all the plants, which killed all the plant eaters, which which killed all the people who were eating, not the people, which killed all the creatures that were eating the plant eaters. Yes. So it didn't just kill them on sight? It did not just kill them on sight. It actually took, like, a few hundred thousand years. That sucks dick. Um, well, that's what happened. Uh, yeah. Hmm. I thought, I think I'd been conceptualizing it as a quick and painless death this whole time. Um... No, I hate that. I don't think th- I don't think that's very good. I'm sorry, Stevie. That meteor sounds like a piece of shit. When I see that meteor, I'm putting it in the Republican jar. <laughs> well, you can find pieces of it on the Yucatan Peninsula. I'll put them in the jar. Yucatan Peninsula. Where is that? I don't have a good sense of direction. It's in Mexico. Oh, that's cool. You know how we have the Gulf of Mexico? Yeah. Yeah, like the lower third of the Gulf of Mexico is the crater. What? What? It's in my fucking backyard? Yeah, pretty much. It's right there? Wait. I mean, I mean, it's 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 a few thousand miles away in, in the Yucatan Peninsula, but... So it did hit the Earth, but the event did also kill all the plants. Yes. So it probably killed, like, some on impact? I mean, probably. Okay. At least it didn't all go out horribly. No, just the ones in Asia. Oh. And Europe. And Africa. Okay. And Australia. All right, I hear you. Well, now you're just being mean. <laughs> and large parts of South America. Was it not all Pangaea at that point? I don't really know when Pangaea happened, but I don't think we had those continents then. I mean, yeah, we did, but they are all smooshed together. Okay, yeah. I, I Yeah, so you could say literally everywhere else except where the crater was. Yeah, sure. <laughs> Let's see. Continents in the Cretaceous period. Oh, there we go. Personally, I think we should just go back to Pangaea. I'm a little bit tired of this shit. Um, I feel like the whole passport thing is cringy and weird. You gotta carry around a little scrapbook with you just to go somewhere else. Sucks ass. Hate it. There we go. I just posted a link in the chat to a picture of a map. Oh. So it's not... Of what it looked like in the Cretaceous period. So it's... it. They're, they're definitely closer together. Oh. So you can kind of see it's like starting to take the shape it has now. Because like there are... Like, some sections are definitely, like, broken apart or broken off. That's crazy. That blows my fucking mind. The Earth is just constantly shifting and moving. And and now I have yep. to make payments on my Apple iPhone. Yep, that's called progress. I'm going to put the Industrial Revolution in the Republican jar. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to put the whole thing in there. I'm over it. I'm really tired. Yeah. No Mark Zuckerbergs, no Elon Musk, only Pangea, and no Industrial Revolution. Fuck the coal mines. And the robber barons? Have you heard about the robber barons? Yes, I've heard about the robber barons. The jar gets bigger and bigger. <laughs> I say it like it's a new topic trending on Twitter. <laughs> How would you describe the nature of robber barons? Like, what adjective would you use? Capitalist, comma... Pigs isn't uh, an adjective. Greedy, comma, thieves, comma, dickhead, one word. Okay. I'm right, so. I take it you wouldn't use the word mischievous. 
No, uh, yeah, just dickhead, honestly. If, if we're having to crunch it down to one, I'm picking dickhead and not mischievous. Okay, so is it safe to say that no mischievous people end up in your jar? No, I would never, ever put a mischievous boy in the Republican jar. <laughs> Which is okay, turning so, out to be wildly, not just for Republicans, but anyone who makes me mad. Although, wild amount of right-wingers in there. <laughs> so, Porky Oliver Bicker would not be in your jar. <laughs> Give me the name one more time. <laughs> what? Porky. Uh-huh. Oliver. Bicker. Porky Oliver Bicker. Uh, hey, is that the name of a, of a of a spunky, stout cartoon character, maybe? I mean, basically, yes. <laughs> okay, I do not know who the fuck that is. I am thrilled to find out, though. Uh, no, I would never put him in the jar. Not with a name like that. Well, that's good. <laughs> because he played a prank on April 1st of 1974. <gasps> what kind of prank? On a clear, beautiful morning, Porky Oliver Bicker of Sitka, Alaska, woke up early to see Mount Edgecombe through the window in all of its glory. Mount Edgecombe is a volcano that is currently dormant. Okay. I don't love that we're, we're, we're approaching the volcano, but okay. Porky said to his wife, Patty, this is it. We've got to do it today. Patty smiled sweetly, kissed Porky on the forehead, and said, Don't make an ass of yourself. Oh my god. <laughs> so Porky rushed out to his shop and started calling helicopter charters. Because he wanted to charter a helicopter. Okay. After he told them what he wanted to do, oh nobody god. really wanted to go along with it until his buddy, the owner of Sitka's Pioneer Bar, Harry Sulcer, uh, told him about Timsco's Earl Walker in Petersburg which was a helicopter pilot who loved the idea and said that he would help him as soon as the fog cleared out. Okay. In the meantime, Porky made up two manila rope slings about 150 feet long each, each holding 50 old car tires. He also oh, gathered man. up a batch of oily rags, a gallon of sterno, a lot of diesel fuel, and a dozen smoke bombs. Oh my god, no! <laughs> so Earl and his chopper arrive, oh my god. and they load up all the incendiaries. <laughs> they get off the ground and hover in the chopper. They sling one of the tires off the chopper. They go down to the edge of uh, Mount Edgecombe. They, but they got legal clearance first from the FAA. Wait, that they in mind. did? They did? They got, legal, they got legal clearance to do it first from flight control. That is so fucking funny. That's great. They covered all their bases. So Porky and Earl dropped the tires into the up till now extinct volcano, then swung around and set the chopper down. Porky got out, unloaded all the fuel, just the right stuff, just the right amount of stuff to make thick, black, oily smoke. Oh, God, that's good. Wait, so he threw the tire into the actual volcano? Into the crater, yeah. That's terrifying i would be afraid that that would cause it to become you know undormant but okay 
Oh my god. So they went back and picked up the next load of tires, <laughs> got the next load of tires in there. He spray painted in big 50 foot letters in the snow April Fool. <laughs> After they finished the arrangement, they set the whole thing ablaze and then headed back to Sitka. Oh, that's good. Uh, so, uh, yeah. Any any repercussions? Any stories of locals dying of heart attacks? Or everybody just looked out the window and was like, yo, what the fuck is that? And then they saw the April Fools in the, in the snow? Well, although Porky had remembered to notify both the FAA and the Sitka Police Department because he was a member of the police commission, which makes his name Porky that much funnier. Really good. That's quite good, actually. <laughs> He forgot to notify the Coast Guard. Oh my god. So, while Mount Edgecombe was bu- was busy blowing out black smoke, the Coast Guard commander called for a chopper to investigate and sent a whaleboat over to check things out. The chopper pilot radioed back to the commander. They saw a bunch of smoldering tires and a big April Fool sign in the snow. <laughs> this was after the commander had called the Admiral and Juno about the apparent crisis. Oh man. Yeah. Jimmy Johnson, the vice president of Alaska Airlines, had also heard about Edgecombe's activity and called Sitka to instruct the departing planes to fly over the mountain to give all the passengers a bird's eye view of it. That's funny. In the meanwhile, the Sitka radio station and police telephones were ringing off of the hook. Oh, no. <laughs> they later found out that his little April Fool's prank made the, the news worldwide thanks to AP. Oh, shit. Associated Press picked it up. That's fucking good. I love the implication that he has been planning this for fucking ever. And he was like, all right, honey, it's now or never. And she was like, bye, baby. Have a good day. Go set the volcano on fire. Like That's so good. (laughs) I just linked you the article in the chat. This is from Sitka.com. Sitka, Alaska's official website. That's so fucking good. And you can see pictures. (gasps) That looks so cool. That, yeah, it sounds fucking spooky. Oh, that's great. So, yeah, that's our uh, mischievous boy. That is a real mischievous boy. Love that guy. How delightful. Don't get it twisted, cause we're the quiz takers. Don't get it twisted, cause we're the quiz takers. Don't get it twisted, cause we're the quiz takers. You got it twisted, cause we're the quiz takers. So I have, I almost tormented you with a particular quiz that is going around Tumblr, in which the user traps you in a wizard maze. But the problem is that the quiz is, guess how many questions? A hundred. A hundred and nine questions long. Yeah, we're not doing that. I would never put you through this. Um, Shit, I could hardly put me through it. I just was clicking random answers by the end just because I wanted to see what would happen. Um, And at at a certain point, you're able to select answers that say, let me out of this maze, let me out, let me out, I'm going to bite your head off, I feel like I'm trapped in my own personal hellscape, etc., etc. But it is pretty fun. I won't put you through it, though. Um, So I have a couple of different ones. Oh, hold on, guys, share my screen. Okay. Um, so first one, very, very personal one. I like finding quizzes that were definitely made by specific people, um, just about their specific tastes and not like 
influencers or anything, just random ass guys. Um, so this okay. one is find out if I'd shove you off a cliff. I, I diagnose you with hot is a good one. What type of guy are you? Um, guy in sort of a general sense. I really like that one as well. Um, and what kind? <laughs> what type of zoo enclosure should you be kept in? Those are your options. Uh. Let's go for the pushing off of a cliff. Okay, I like that. Because that intrigues me. It, it is quite good. Um, okay, so find out if I'd shove you off a cliff uh, by Uquiz user Just Vibes. The quiz intro says, you probably have done my previous Would You Shove Me Off a Cliff quiz. Now it's time to find out if I'd shove you off a cliff. <laughs> okay, I think people might want a warning. This quiz is almost entirely incomprehensible. You will come out of it thinking I'm a god or a pretentious piece of shit. There are a couple of free write questions. Feel free to skip any skip if you don't want to answer. I made this at 2 a.m. while nursing a can of beer and multitasking on my cybersecurity project. Yeah, I'm crying. Good luck. Perfect. Okay. Question one. What is the first app you open each day? Uh, first, Instagram or Snapchat or Tumblr, whatever you use to keep in touch with people. I don't use technology. The first thing I look at is my copy of The Epic of Gilgamesh. Spotify to experience the full range of human emotion or an app that shows frog. I'm going to go for Instagram or Snapchat or Tumblr or whatever you use to keep in touch with people. Those are such vastly different apps. Like, I would not I would not call Tumblr an app I use to keep in touch with people. Tumblr is the no. app that shows frog for me. I would never... <laughs> Question number two. Pick an ADHD-coded character that really resonated with me, but majority of people just re- <laughs> but majority of people just resign them to annoying idiot who fidgets, which really is an issue we gotta discuss more about anyway. Shout out to my ADHD folk out there. Uh, Leo Valdez from Percy Jackson the Olympians, uh, Jake Peralta from Brooklyn Nine-Nine, Hardcase from Star Wars, me or Sokka from uh, a, a, uh, shit. Sokka from Avatar The Last Airbender. Uh, I actually don't know any of these but Jake Peralta, so I will choose Jake Peralta. Uh, honestly, yeah, I'd pick that one for you. Choose a- oh, no. Chose a word. Sexy. Paradigm. Ugh. Verbatim. Velociraptor. Let's go for a Velociraptor. Duh. Question four. You have to pull off a heist. What are you stealing? Expensive wines. Anything and everything that looks expensive. My heart. An important public figurehead. Or, Velociraptor. (laughs) Let's go for the obvious answer, which is Velociraptor. <laughs> Question five. It's a lovely day in Athens, and you are a... Ho- <laughs> Sorry, I like this question so much. It's a lovely day in Athens, and you are a horrible god. Who are you cursing today? A kid who tripped on a rock and swore. You once had a pet rock. That is an infringement upon your honor. You turn that kid into your new pet rock. A priestess. Oh, the irony. She sacrificed a goat, not a bull, and that is a crime. You turn her into a bull. Sacrifice her next. Smiley face. A guy who just lost his husband at war. Frown. He cried on your holy day. Sucks to be him. You turn him into a statue. Gonna curse the whole kingdom to be hot, cause why not? It's not a curse, but that's what I'll write on my godly taxes. (laughs) Gonna go curse the love of my life to be happy. It's not really a curse, but they deserve so much better, and happiness is good, and ignorance is bliss, baby. I'm gonna curse the whole kingdom to be hot, cause why not? It's not a curse, but that's what I'll write on my godly taxes. The concept of godly taxes where you have to write off all of the curses you, you provide is really good. I'm currently running on photosynthesis and Oreo unrequited feelings, and I'm ready to fight God. That's all. That's all one option. Next option. Two hours of sleep, seven cups of coffee, and vibes, and I'm feeling gay as fuck. Third option. Love, my interest from when I was 14, and my collection of books I haven't read, and I need a hug. Question. Option four. <laughs> 
6.23 cups of tea, hate for hostile architecture, an English teacher's validation, and I'm ready to eat the rich. That's five. Okay. Or, or the last one, the high you get when someone reblogs your Tumblr post with a page of tags, the tablespoon of chili flakes you just put on your food, the confidence of Chad, and I'm ready to form my own religion. I'm going to go for 6.23 cups of tea, hate for hostile architecture, an English teacher's validation, and I'm ready to eat the rich. I truly feel like that answer was handcrafted for you personally. <laughs> Question seven. Okay, this is a free write option. Um, they got two for today, so choose one you can use. Okay, so we get to free answer to this if you like. What fictional character do you think you're most like? Or two, what was your best or weirdest dream? Uh, you can choose one. Okay. Uh, what fictional character do I think I most like? I'm going to say Batman. Yeah. Any particular yeah, reason? Or just for goth reasons? Not just vibes. Okay. It's just a, a goth nerd. Okay. Question eight. Pick something random that I got mad about. Losing literally anything. I lose a lot, but I get really mad every time. When I forget, I just made coffee and it gets cold. The fact that if you look at an individual's impact on a cosmic scale, we really aren't going to do shit, and I'm terrified and mad that everyone's going to realize how inconsequential I am to their existence, and I'll end up in a meaningless job with no real friends, lol. Someone ate the last biscuit I baked. I ate the last biscuit, and then 20 minutes later, I wanted a biscuit and got mad that I ate it. I ate the last biscuit, but then 20 minutes later, I wanted a biscuit and got mad that I ate it. Yeah. Question nine. I am a god, a problem, a bitch, tired. Your, how do you pronounce that? Despotic. Your despotic ruler. I'm going to go for a problem. Yeah. I'd go with a bitch. Not for you, for me. Hmm. Question 10. Another free text entry. Give me a recipe or an insult or both. If you like poisoning me, this is your chance because I'm going to try to make most of the recipes here. Although most takers have given really good recipes. So thanks for that. Um, do you have an insult or a recipe for them? I, I would just say put, you look nice today. That's not a recipe or an insult. Yeah. Uh, but I didn't feel like insulting this person. I don't have any recipes. You're not good at this. Question 11. You get, ma <laughs> you get magically transported to another world and black out, waking up five hours later in a ditch. What did you do during this time? Waxed poetic about the ineffability of pawns to the local council. Got married to, like, three different people, and now you have to understand what the fuck this world's laws are. Fell in another pond. Preached to a bunch of woodland creatures about the Big Bang Theory. Performed a rock ballad in Latin with an awesome guitar solo. You don't know Latin nor how to play guitar. Lay in a ditch and screamed for five hours. Ate, like, 20 weird mushrooms for science. Filmed a one-person Star Wars movie, sent it to this world's cinemas thingy, and now you are seen as a genius. Or sent 12 love poems to one dude, and now you have to find him. Fuck. Wait. Sent 12 love poems to one dude, and now you have to find him. Fuck. Ugh. I'm gonna say lay in a ditch and scream for five hours. That's a long time to scream. I've got the lungs for it. Do you? Yes. Okay. I could have done it for 10 hours if I didn't smoke. Yeah, I was about to say, what about the vaping? But uh, all right, thank, thank you for the clarification. <laughs> I'll never question your abilities again. Question 12. Who are you falling in love with? Omniscient late god, non-binary wizard, the stranger you just met, but they seem cool, so it's time to have a tragic love story, the person you met in Athens, and oops, now you're married, the random person ranting to you about pawns, 
This is the option for ace by people who embrace the asexuals like cake and dragons thing that was going around Tumblr back in the day. Uh, you're on the ace slash arrow spectrum and filled with anger at me, or your true love is latkes, paella, and or gyoza. Same. Uh, you're on the ace arrow spectrum and filled with anger at me. Oh, filled with anger at me. Here's a mix of stuff I've said. What? The punctuation is really fucking me up. Okay. Here's a mix of stuff I've said, 2015 Pinterest quotes, and quotes you'd find on coffee mugs. Pick. If you've made your point, stop talking. Something I should probably take to heart. You gotta risk it to get the biscuit. Doing my quizzes is the price you pay for my friendship. Hate me? Go sit with the rest of the haters waiting for me to care. Or a yawn is a silent scream for coffee. You've gotta risk it to get the biscuit. So true, bestie. That's it. You got through the quiz. Well done. And uh, then they provide the link to a Star Wars quiz. Be prepared for your judgment. And if you're mad or something, come yell at me on Tumblr at... Oh, I can't even read that. Obeskin Nobs and Codes. Yeah. Okay, your result is... Oh! <laughs> yeah, I dropkicked you off the side, heart. Maybe your vibes today are just slightly to the left? I don't know, but I would walk you over to that cliff and dropkick you over the side, smiley. Maybe it's for a joke? There's not many people I hate to the point where I'd kick them off a cliff, so I'm assuming you'll be okay because it's just for fun and this was pre-planned. Maybe we're going bungee jumping or ziplining and you're taking too long to jump off. Another scenario is your identity has been stolen by a shapeshifter and myself and your doppelganger and I- wait. Another scenario is your identity has been stolen by a shapeshifter and myself and your doppelganger are hanging out. Your doppelganger has full intentions of shoving me right over that cliff. They obviously did on my other quiz, but then they say something and it clicks in my head that obviously this isn't the real you. So I dropkick that fake you over the side and say, later dude, and then you and I go have a beer, only if you want, and then we high five under the setting sun. Well, okay. So it actually ended up being a really beautiful tale of friendship. Where, for some reason, I get kicked over the side of a cliff. But, like, as a joke, or as a way to save you from your doppelganger. As a, as a goof. As a funny at, haha. As a bit, you know? It doesn't... Ca- you don't die from it if it's a bit. <laughs> yeah, that's how that works. Yeah. Oh, goodness. So I don't know about you, but I am exhausted. I am very exhausted. Like it's been a, mentally in general, very yeah. Like it's been it's been a tiring everything. Yeah, I I really I can't even put in a metric there either. Just tiring, yeah, you know. Yeah, tiring everything. So, I think we have enough for an episode. Yeah, take a rest, my sweet friends. Be kind to yourself. Be gentle with yourself. Uh, it's rough out there. It's a dangerous, rough world. Oh, oh my God! I almost forgot. Happy Pride! Happy Pride, everyone! I I think I only know of, like, two straight people who listen to this podcast. So, yay! <laughs> yay, you guys! <laughs> yay, you guys! You're a target demographic! Yay! Did you see Raytheon's Pride thing? You what? Did you see Raytheon do their Pride thing on Twitter? No, I didn't. Let's see if I can find them. Raytheon Technologies. Oh, no. This isn't the one I was looking for. Anyway, no. Raytheon posted a um, a Pride tweet. That makes... I feel like it wasn't good. I don't trust a corporation to do a good Pride tweet. Uh, looks like they took it down. I can't find the mm. original. What was the gist? Oh, they put a rainbow in their uh, profile picture. Fucking, of course they did. Yeah. Any screenshots going around? That's what I'm looking for. I'm not seeing any. I'm kind of annoyed. No, it's fine. This 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 bit's going nowhere. Okay. 
Um, so, but, any, but anyway, uh, boy, that was a long time to spend on a bit that goes nowhere. Right. Well, I guess cut that part out. I don't know. Raytheon did a bad pride tweet, but Micah can't even find it because it was deleted. So now I don't even get to know what it was. I'm disappointed. <laughs> I know. This is a sad day. Well, happy pride to everybody who isn't a corporation. Um, yeah. I don't think any corporations listen to our podcast, which is just as well, to be honest. Yeah, I, I don't think any corporations listen to our podcast either. Thank God. If you do, subscribe to our Patreon, and then we'll consider not putting you in the jar and shaking you up. Which normal people also subscribe to our Patreon, please, because you don't go in the jar, but you do yeah. get twice as many gender swap episodes for only three dollars per month uh between the main feed and the patreon feed you get a gender swap episode every single week we are constantly turning these bad boys out just for you and your entertainment um because we think you're great and we love you not only because you give us money but also because you're nice to us free kiss for the patreon listeners i guess it's not free because you do pay for it but it is uh it's complimentary don't take the kiss if you're not part of our patreon so stevie we're doing this all out of order but yeah. where can people find you? You can find all my shit over at stevieb.com. Um, that's com. We have all our gender swap info there as well. Uh, I'm starting to use our Tumblr blog a little bit more, which is Gender Swap Podcast. So if you want to send us any daily questions, any regular questions, any quizzes you would like us to do, send that to our Tumblr ask box, because uh, otherwise I won't, uh, I won't see it. We do have a Twitter that I am not logged into currently because I deleted the Twitter app because it was rotting my brain and my soul from the inside out. Uh, but if you want to follow that anyway, I believe it is Gender Swap Podcast as well. Uh, I'm wrong. Gender Swap Pod. Also, I'm on Twitch and TikTok. Follow those things. Micah, where can the people find you? The people can find my music over at mxmaxwell1.bandcamp.com. It's good music and good podcast because Micah's old podcast is really fun. And I posted it in its entirety up there. Yeah, highly recommend. So you can listen to it. Quite a good listen um, for all all the goths out there. So, yeah, we covered the Patreon. We covered uh, all of your deets. We mentioned the the Tumblr. Yeah, Tumblr. I think we're about good. I think so, too. So I guess there's nothing left to say, but uh, bye. Bye.